At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Philadelphia City Cast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Seven for 30 from three. And no, finally, we're not talking about the 76ers and their horrific shooting, particularly from beyond the arc. That's what the Miami Heat shot in game three in Philadelphia. Just 79 points in the game from the Miami Heat. Man, we got a lot to get to. Welcome back. Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at WiseRye on Twitter, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. So... The big man returned in the mask with the concussion. He cleared the NBA protocols for the concussion protocol, of course, but still, it's certainly still lingering, uh, just essentially a week removed from sustaining that concussion, from sustaining the uh, orbital, orbital bone fracture in the face. I just say broken face. It's a lot easier for me. And then, of course, the torn ligament in his right thumb that he's been dealing with, Joel Embiid, that is, of course... And just his presence alone seemed to have shifted everything for Game 3. And hopefully, it will shift everything for this series. Because, listen, Games 1 and 2, Sixers didn't seem to have a chance. Like, I I tweeted out at one point during Game 2 that it just always feels like the Miami Heat in these first two games are up by 12 points. Like you look up and no matter what the Sixers do, they're down by 12, they're down by 10. Uh, And and it was frustrating now with a little bit uh, benefit of hindsight here. The most frustrating aspect, I think, from games one and two 
the Sixers were never really in it. They had that uh, lead at halftime in game one, 51-50, but they were never really in it, but the Heat were never just head and shoulders better than the Sixers in those first two games either. It was just like ugly. It was just, well, it's clear the Sixers don't have their best player in Joel Embiid. The Heat are better, but they're not scary. They're not blowing the doors off of the Philadelphia 76ers. Like watching those first two games that resulted in losses for the Sixers, it just felt like, man, this Miami team is beatable. All right, they they are beatable. And now the question is, well, will Joel Embiid return for game three? And if he does, is it too little too late to try and dig out of a 2-0 hole in a second round best of seven? Well, maybe some of those questions have been answered. Sixers get the win 99 to 79. Joel Embiid right back like he's never left. I mean, 37 minutes of play. It's not like he had a minute restriction, it seemed, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and he was just brilliant. And I mentioned the start, his presence alone was a big difference. But, you know, offensively, no, he, he wasn't doing what I guess he typically does, of course, like 30-plus points, 12 to 15 rebounds, you know, just dialing it up, filling it up in every uh, stat sheet column. But he was brilliant defensively, and that was the difference, right? Because in the first two games in Miami, the Miami Heat bigs were doing whatever they wanted, right? They were more comfortable, more confident. They were getting offensive rebounds, second opportunities for the Miami Heat offensively. Uh, they were getting, obviously, rebounds on both ends of the floor. They were scoring. Bam Adebayo, in particular, I think felt Embiid's presence as much as anyone, if not more than anyone, uh, after you know 20 plus points in the first two games he was irrelevant in game three and th the fast break points just everything Tyrese Maxey was brilliant and, and let's not overlook Danny Green's performance right we've talked a lot about the poor shooting from the 76ers team in this series and you know, as the series now shifted back to Philadelphia, well, role players, bench players historically shoot a little bit better at home than they do on the road, especially in the playoffs. Can we get a little bit more from guys like Danny Green and Niang and even like Shake Milton, whoever is not named, you know, Joel Embiid, Harden, Maxie, and Harris? Can we get more from the other guys? Danny Green delivered. I mean, six for seven from three. You can make an argument he was the difference, right? He was the difference, and he benefited from Embiid being back on the floor. Absolutely can't ignore that. Uh, but the Sixers, they came out in the third quarter after the first half really sloppy, really sloppy. They just kept turning the ball over. They couldn't get into their offensive sets. It was almost like they were begging Miami to get back into this game and, and possibly steal a win on the Sixers' home floor. But Maxie responded. Uh, and Maxi has just become all reliable here for the 76ers. He's just been an absolute stud for this team. Uh, you look at what he did. He finished with 21 points, 7 for 11 from the field. And almost more impressively, 5 for 6 from 3. All right, so when you get Maxi going 5 for 6 and Danny Green 7 for 9 uh, to go 12 of 15, from three, just from two players, that's huge. They finished 16 of 33, 49% from three. 
that's huge. I mentioned to start this episode seven for 30 from the Miami Heat. They finished 23% from beyond the arc. That's, that's a key category. All right. That is an absolutely massive deal. You look at the rebounding category, which the Heat have been winning in the first two games. In game three, Sixers finished with 44 rebounds. The Heat finished with 35. So welcome back, Joel Embiid, as Sixers Twitter has been calling him the phantom of the process. Joel Embiid steps up in the biggest way. So, all right, let's look now, of course, to game four, where the 76ers are a two-point home favorite. Sixers right now at Bet Rivers minus two, money line minus 129 for the Sixers, plus 107 for the Miami Heat. The total set at 207. We're going to get into uh, you know, predictions, key matchups for this game, and of course against the spread and the total. Uh, the under hit once again in game three. You look at the updated series winner prices, 76ers right now to win this series plus 300. The Miami Heat minus 400 uh you look at the correct score for the series outcome the heat to win in five plus 190 heat to win in six plus 300 heat to win in seven plus 260 sixers to win in six seven to one plus 700 sixers to win in seven plus 550 so we're going to get into uh those bets a little bit more as well uh, in this episode, I also want to touch on some of the other series in the NBA. There's another game on Mother's Day before the Sixers heat at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Suns Mavericks, that's been an interesting series. The Suns lead that uh, best of seven, two games to one. So we'll touch on that. We'll touch on the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. We'll get into some Phillies talk, although there's not a ton to get into because of just the rain that's been coming down in the Philadelphia area over the weekend. Um, caused two postponements for both Saturday's game and Friday night's game against the New York Mets. But we'll still get into uh, all of the latest regarding the Philadelphia Phillies as well. So a lot to get into. Let's uh, transition, not transition, but I want to get into the series winner prices and the correct series outcome prices that I just mentioned as well. What do we think of this series now with Joel Embiid back in the mix. All right, so I mentioned the spread for game four here on Mother's Day, 76ers at home, the two-point home favorite, tip-off 8 p.m. Eastern time, money line for the Sixers once again to win outright minus 129, heat to win outright plus 107, the total at 207, uh, we've been playing unders here on the Philadelphia City Cast, but uh, we'll get to my outlook on the spread in total in just a little bit later on in this episode. So let's get to the series price here because the question becomes, all right, well, we got a game, 2-1, and we got a series now. Obviously, we all know what happens when a team takes a 3-0 series lead. Can the Sixers actually win this thing? And is it worth taking a flyer on any of these prices, whether it's just Sixers to win the series at plus 300 or Sixers to win in six games or Sixers in seven games. Uh, once again, Sixers to win four to two plus 700, Sixers to win four to three plus 550. A couple of things here just to rule out four to two for the Sixers. Can they realistically win four straight? Doable, 
but uh, we all know it's highly unlikely. And does that number seven to one, does that entice us to go with the probability of the Sixers winning four straight? I would say that's a that's a hard pass. It's a hard pass at seven to one. Maybe if it was 10 to one, 15 to one, uh, I'd say it's worth a flyer, a small unit, uh, but not enough. Now Sixers to win in seven plus 550. That one's a little bit tempting, but it's still really not enough. Uh, basically, I'm not a fan of any of these prices right now. Sixers three to one just to win the series, and then seven to one in six plus five fifty in seven. Uh, quite frankly, I think you can just play the money line for the 76ers in the next couple of games and roll it over. Uh, if you take the Sixers at minus one twenty nine right now, it's a decent price. Sixers pull out a victory. Uh, you can either hold on to that and roll it over for game five, or you can maybe wait and see how game five plays out, roll it over for game six. Uh, you have some more options and outs if you go game by game right now at this point, uh, especially with the number and prices, just not enough for me personally. Uh, so it's a pass for me. Uh, other question is, can the Sixers just win this series? Right. I mean, this now I mentioned going into game three, game three is a must win, of course, to avoid the 3 0 hole. They did that. Can they tie it up and make it a best of three? I think they can. Right. I think they can. The Miami Heat had no answer really in any aspect of the game, offensively, defensively, on the glass, in transition, uh, perimeter shooting, perimeter defense. I, I, the list goes on and on. Uh, will we get a better game for from Joel Embiid? I, I don't think he played a bad game, but I, I think we'll get a better game from Joel offensively. And I think Maxi will continue to do his thing. And let's not overlook Tobias Harris and his performance in game three. Wasn't much of a performance at all. I mean, he has been excellent the entire postseason. Now, this was his first game where individually he didn't play very well. All right, he was four for 13 from the floor, just one for five from three. And that's, that's an area I want to focus in on for a second because I mentioned previewing game three with Joel Embiid coming back. Tobias is going to have to go, you know, three for four from three, four for six. He's going to have to make three or four threes to continue his output as far as points in the game offensively. He struggled from three. He struggled from the floor. I will say this. He grabbed 10 rebounds, and he dished out eight assists. So finished with nine points. Almost had a triple-double there. Uh, just a couple of assists, uh, two assists away and one point away from a triple-double. So Tobias was disappointing as a scorer, but he still made a big impact in that game, game three. Uh, I hit two straight, and I gave out two straight player prop plays for Tobias Harris on his over points total for games one and two did the same for game three, especially with it ticked down to 16 and a half. Didn't get there, uh, but still, still a strong uh, outing from Tobias. I do expect a better game from him offensively, uh, certainly to get more than nine points. I expect the same from Joel Embiid, uh, and I expect more out of Tyrese Maxey, who was brilliant, by the way, in the second half. He finished with 21 points, all of his 21 
came in that second half. He's a big reason why the Sixers were able to pull away and close out that game three. Uh, when I say a better performance from him, I just mean I think from start to finish, we'll see more of an impact from Tyrese Maxey starting in the first quarter, going all the way to the end uh, on this Mother's Day game four matchup. So that should help. And I think the Miami Heat right now, they need to make some type of adjustment and they need to respond to just be better <laughs> and especially be better offensively. 79 points in a playoff game is not going to cut it. Uh, James Harden, there's been a lot of talk about him. He was, he was good. I mean, he had 17 points, eight rebounds, six assists. He got to the foul line eight times, made all eight of his foul shots. That's huge. He was just four for 11 from the floor, disappointing from three. I did bring up his uh, three-point three, three field goals made prop and taking the over two and a half. He finished just one for seven. Uh, I was hoping he was able to make at least three of those seven, maybe four of those seven, and get a little bit more from Harden as the scorer. Not the case, uh, but that's okay. It wasn't necessarily needed from him in game three. So, I like the 76ers here in game four. I think we're going to be talking about a 2-2 tied up series heading back to Miami for a pivotal game five. And then this series is going to become a best of three. And the question will be, can the Sixers steal a game in Miami? Right? Can they steal a game in Miami? Uh, can they win three straight and then try and close it out in Philly? Or are they going to be able to close it out in a game seven situation down in South Beach for a winner take all? We shall see. But for now, take the 76ers on the money line, minus 129. And I'm also sticking with the unders here. Continue to play the under. I think it's going to be another low-scoring matchup. I am not expecting or anticipating the Miami Heat to finish with another game of 79 points. Uh, but I think it's going to be you know right around 100 points for both sides with the 76ers figuring out a way to tie this thing up. So uh, those are my two plays for this game four matchup, and I'm taking them with uh, with confidence. All right, so let's get to some Phillies talk here before we wrap up the episode looking at some of the other NBA playoff series uh, that are in action. The Phillies, as I mentioned, they were rained out for the second straight day on Saturday, uh, which was predictable. <laughs> Certainly an unsurprising postponed game there uh, with this steady rain that has been falling in the area for the past couple of days. So Saturday's game will be made up on Sunday, May 8th as part of a single admission double header starting at 12.35 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, you look at the, the postponed game on Friday night, as I mentioned in the last episode, but in case you missed it, that will be made up in a double header on August 20th. So we'll see if the Phillies are able to take the field early Sunday afternoon. Hopefully the the, way, the rain slash weather will uh, die down a little bit. But assuming they do, it's going to be you know, two and a half days since their last game, which was one of the worst losses in franchise history. I, I don't even think that's an exaggerated statement there um, where the New York Mets scored seven runs in the ninth inning to come from behind 8-7 after – trailing seven to one. Kyle Gibson and Zach Eflin are slated to start for the Phillies. Uh, Max Scherzer and Chris Bassett likely going for the Mets. And it's going to be tough for the Phillies, especially on offense. And it's not going to get any easier here. I mentioned a couple of days ago, the brutal schedule for this entire month of May for your Philadelphia Phillies. 
after the doubleheader Sunday, the Phillies are going to travel to Seattle to start a seven-game West Coast trip Monday night against the Mariners and then against the Dodgers. So not going to get any easier here. Uh, and the Joe Girardi hot seat talk is only going to get louder and get hotter uh, if they don't turn this thing around and do so quickly <laughs> because they're coming off one of the worst losses against a rival New York Mets team who's playing excellent baseball. Uh, you look at, you may be listening to this Sunday morning. Uh, at the time that I'm recording this, they're, the odds are not yet posted for these matchups on Sunday before they travel out west. Um, so we shall see if the game's going to be, even be played. Hopefully it will be, uh, but they are desperate for a win. They need to turn things around, and they need to turn it around quickly, as I mentioned. All right, let's uh, wrap up with some NBA talk here outside of the Sixers Heat series. Uh, you look at the Suns and Mavericks for a second because that game is also on Mother's Day here at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time where the Suns look really good. I mean, the Suns right now, they have the 2-1 series lead, but they look like they are poised to not only get back to the NBA Finals, damn thing all right with this 2-1 series lead you look at the updated series odds for this particular series against dallas phoenix the heavy favorite right now with the 2-1 series lead at minus 590 the mavericks to come back and win this series at plus 410 uh you look at the series correct score suns to win in five plus 170 suns in six plus 275 suns in seven plus 275 mavericks in six nine to one mavericks in seven plus 650. Uh, now, if we look at this matchup here on Mother's Day between the Suns and the Mavericks, 330 is when it all tips off, as I mentioned. The spread right now, the Suns, the one and a half point road favorite, money line minus 124 for Phoenix, minus 103 for Dallas. The total set at 215. Can Dallas tie this thing up? I don't think so. <laughs> To, to be quite honest, I, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a really close game. It's going to be an excellent, entertaining game. Uh, but when it's all said and done, I think Phoenix is going to be getting on a plane with a 3-1 series lead with an opportunity to close this thing out in five back in Phoenix. So I like the Suns on the money line. Forget the one and a half. Take the Suns at minus 124 on the money line. Uh, I'm staying away from the total. I would probably lean towards the over, which is unlike me here, <laughs> but I would lean towards the over 215 and take the Suns outright there. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein, the phantom of the process, baby. Hopefully, we're talking on the next episode about a 2-2 series between the Sixers and the Miami Heat. Plenty to get to. Hope you guys have a great Mother's Day, a great rest of your weekend. We're going to be right back at it to kick off the week uh, with plenty to get to, as we all know. We will work in some Eagles talk, some more Phillies talk. Hopefully there's no more rain. We can get uh, back into the discussion for them. And we'll, of course, continue all things 76ers. And as I mentioned throughout the week, all the focus here is on the 76ers, but 
It's also hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Just think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Just create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21 to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy Mother's Day. Enjoy your weekend. Go Sixers. I'll see you on the next episode of the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Peace. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by Bet Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.